Did you guys see that clip of Burn Dog uh, talking talking reckless to Congress? That's basically me after I've gotten an argument with Johnny, and uh, he wants to tell me that he's not feeling like uh, like he's going to he's killing it anymore. That's me, dude, talking to Congress. Let's get into the fucking episode. Let's go. Hello, and welcome to Early Morning Podcast, episode 96. Grab you a J, grab you a brew, grab you whatever it is you do. Or as my cousin would say, grab you a pot, which is insane because it's not 1998. Even if it was, that would be insane because we'd be calling it grass back then. I don't know, dude, but it is what? 103, June 15th. I know I've been lagging. I already know. It's, it's, hey man, I'm not happy either, okay? I, I sound like shit. I look like shit. I'm sweating like crazy. That's fine. I'm recording. It's midday. Like I said, one o'clock. I'm fucking, I'm getting after it. My, my, my computer says it's 88 degrees outside right now, which is an uncomfortable feeling. And I almost wanted to record this podcast outdoors because it is nice. I'm looking outside right now. It's beautiful. It's lovely. I'm getting some natural sunlight plug. Hopefully you're happy about this. I got the ring light next to me, making me sweat like a motherfucker, dude. It's so hot, man, but whatever. I'll be okay. I'll be all right, plug. But thank you for joining, dude. Um, I'm getting after it. It's been, I don't know, like, 10, 12 days before, since the last episode. I almost don't even remember what I talked about. I think I got somewhat religious on there. Um, don't really know. I, I well, It's fine. I had an eventful fucking time in, since the last recording. As you can tell, like I said, got sick. Got fucking sick somehow, man. I think I have bronchitis, which is a healthy disease or whatever to have. <laughs> having my lungs infected so i hope that picked up well on the mic dude so you can know what's going on inside of my like bronchial tubes it feels good you know i was at work the other night felt feeling really healthy you know sneezing a shitload and not looking like i have covid which is something like i didn't think i would have to worry about i don't know for how long i'm gonna have to be concerned that people think i'm carrying a disease like aids in my mouth or in my body i don't that's the other fucking thing, dude. How about this? Nobody's mentioning that. My voice has been cracking like a bitch lately because of my sickness, dude. You know how annoying that is, bro? I'll be talking to my boss and be like, yeah, I hit the 10. And then it's like, what, dude? What the fuck are you saying to me? Get. <laughs> I feel like I'm 15 again. I'm trying to talk to people. Let them know I'm assertive. Let them know I'm a confident kid. Let them know what's up. And I'll be mid-sentence, and I'll, it's it's with the T's. I'll hit a T, a, lot, a, a word with the T in it, and it's literally like I said, an H. It's like, oh, <coughs> I'm going to help. And it's like, what are you helping? What what are you helping? I can't get my fucking words out. I'm sober. I can't get shit out just because of what's going on in my lungs. And it's not, it's not COVID. It's not COVID. My fucking co-workers are like, oh, dude, this guy's got AIDS in his mouth. And I'm like, yeah, dude, I wish I don't have it. I took the test 18 times. I've never fucking had COVID. I don't, not that I know of. I don't know why. I've become on this podcast in the past two years, probably four, three to four times being like, yeah, I'm sick. My family's sick. I definitely got it. Don't, I've never fucking had this disease or virus or whatever. Never had it. Now I'm afraid if I do get it, it's going to be the end of me. I don't fucking know. I was... In the beginning of this shit, I was, like, nervous about it. Now I'm like, fuck it, it's not even even a thing anymore. If it hits me, I'll die. I'm, I don't know. At this point, I'm like, oh, I'm gonna... I'll lose my life to it or another disease. 
something that I can't see or sense, but I don't have it right now. That's that's fucking that. Dude, you you you've seen probably CSI shows, you know, there's CSI fucking everything, CSI Bangladesh, CSI United Arab Emirates, CSI everything. By the way, why isn't there a CSI actually in the fucking hood? Do CSI Compton, CSI Inglewood. You can do CSI Inglewood West Coast, CSI Inglewood Chicago Division. I'm just saying, I'm not a writer or producer or anything. Put the fucking show, crime scene investigation or whatever the fuck, put it where crime scenes happen all the fucking time. Never seen the show one time, by the way, and I'm, I'm giving them notes. It is what it is. Do what you want with that info. I know it's like a hack thing and like every guy's like, oh, dude. They're swabbing me for cum while they're looking for semen everywhere. I thought that was a stupid thing. I didn't know if that was real. That uh, police departments and investigators go swab for cum everywhere. I thought it was just for rape cases, but I guess for murders, everything that you, you everything under the sun. It's like, let me see if this guy came before he did this crime. Was he horny? Did he clear his head beforehand? Or did he make the mistake? not clear it, do something stupid, like rape a chick, kill her, and then like try to take care of her kids, be like, I'm a good guy though at the end of the day, right? No, it's not really like that. I figured it out, dude, the other day, and it's, it's crazy, 25 years old took me this long. Dude, when you fucking ejack, dude, you hit that E button, brrr, that shit hangs around, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, it hangs around. If you don't know what I'm saying, you're a chick or something else, if you're a fucking cat listening to this and you don't get, you know what I'm saying? I'll let you know, dude. You but you fucking get after it, dude. Again, I'm, this is gonna get a little bit graphic, but whatever, dude. You, you you bust, you fucking whatever. You either you please yourself, you hook up with your chick, dude. You get you run a real quickie in the middle of the day, like it's one fifteen. She's got work at two. You're like, oh fuck it, dude. I could take a nap before my shift. Let's go. You wake up for your shift and you're like, wow, dude, my pants are. Wow, it's a little bit swampy, dude. And you're like, oh, what? You're fucking gooing, dude. That's what's going on. You're still going. That's why I get, dude. These guys are like, oh, wow. He might, he probably fucked within the last 24 hours. If he's a gay guy, probably like four hours ago, he probably busted some guy up, dude, and got into it. Let's see. Let's fucking see. And 90% of the time, I'll, I'll, I haven't seen again the show. I can imagine they're going to be successful at swabbing for semen on a crime scene now because you're fucking, you're, your nuts are there. Obviously, you, you fucking know that. Your nuts are hanging. They got your seminal vesicle or whatever the fuck it's called producing. You're just going nonstop. You never think that it's outside of your body as well, dude. You, run, you might fucking brush up against your coffee table or your nightstand and it's there. You don't even know it, dude. It's the... You put a black light in my room, Jesus Christ, help me, Lord, dude. I don't know what's going on. Kind of do, because I sleep in there and live most of my life in that room. CSI comes by, dude. It's not going to be good for me. I'm going to have like 15 open cases that I have nothing. I don't even have a part about. They're just going to be like, you have way too much cum going on in this room. What the fuck are you up to? What are you trying to hide a crime? Are you trying to commit one that we don't know about? And I'll just be like, dude, I'm a horny fucking kid. I'm trying to be a comic, dude. I'm doing what the fuck I can, and I get, I do get horny. Yeah, I'm sorry, dude. Sometimes it does happen, and I, I spill my seed elsewhere. Never in somebody. That's, like, the most important part. It's not in somebody where you can hit the black light, see, oh. Which, by the way, dude, that would be crazy if you did a bust in some chick, and she went and committed a crime and left your semen everywhere. You get pinched for it. Low-key cool.
that's low-key sick actually i don't know if that would be a bad thing obviously you're not gonna be happy when you're in prison but you're like still got it off before i got some pussy right before this happened just so you guys know that's why i'm in this fucking cage that's beast i'm fired up about that but i did talk about last week i was on a flapper show i haven't been at flappers in a couple months um i don't know dude i like that club dude it's i've said it before i wish it would be like more popular like i wish comics would go there and hang out not just go do their five ten minutes and then just bounce the fuck out and leave like they're gonna kicked out like it's a mortuary it's crazy but i had a good show there uh was last saturday a week ago i had a really good set um got to talk talk to some comics before they fucking left before the sun came down it was or sun set it was fucking crazy dude but yeah dude whatever the, the, some people make fun of it oh the hang the hang it's not cool yeah dude we're all fucking degenerates let us let it let it we could chop it up a little bit and have fun man i don't i don't think that's gay or that's retarded or stupid i think it's it's part of any job dude you got it you have co-workers you get to know each other you don't have to like each other dude but there is no hang, I guess, is my point, at, at Flappers. And I wish there fucking was. Every other club that I go to, the comics hang out, they go smoke a stogie, grab a drink. They don't fucking bounce like like their mom came and is like, you gotta, you're grounded. It's it's weird, dude. But hopefully I could, yeah, me, myself, me and Johnny, me, two guys, we're gonna build that fucking club up to have, no, not at all. But I was there after my show. I, I got a few beers with the bartender. She's cool. Not with her, but just fucking tipping her for giving me a cracked Michelob or Bud Light. It's like, whatever. Be the bro. And, dude, she was like, don't spend your money here. <laughs> like, she was like, why are you getting beers here? I'm like, what do you mean? I just had a, I, I'm, I had a few before my set, a few after. I'm like, wh why? What, what, what this is this not, is this abnormal? And she's like, honestly, not really. Like, why'd you spend 50 bucks on brews? Just go to a, a, a brewery or fucking or something. I'm like, well, you don't understand, bitch. This is the, this is the life. This is what we're doing here. All right. I'm sorry. You don't agree with it. Don't take my tip money then. No, dude, she was cool. Can't really remember her name right now, but salute to her, uh, from fucking Boston. So it's very refreshing to get somebody that's fucking pissed off and telling you not to buy shit just because that's cool I'll, all right then fine i'll leave it uh, it's fine but um it, at the in the green room there i was with the comics and bro you you know me dude fucking no you maybe you don't know i don't you know i'm, I'm on i'm on the zins now sometimes dude at work or whatever dude and I'm, I'm i'm there chilling going i don't think i was even going over notes it's on my phone fucking popped fucking hot hoss in and i was chilling some white kid was like a uh, comic dude he was like Yo, dude, are those 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 nicotine packs? I was like, yes, sir, they are, dude. He's like, bro, can I please have one? I was like, yeah, of course. Dog tossed with one in within three minutes. Was like, I don't think I should have done this. <laughs> I was like, dude, what do you mean? I thought you asked for it. And he's like, I know, dude, this is a little bit stronger than I expected. I never had one. I was like, oh well, you're about to go on stage. You asked me for a substance. Kind of could make for a good set. I don't know. I don't know if he. I don't. I didn't even see his set. I don't know if he brought it up. But he literally called me Zin guy after that, and I was like, dude, I'm the fucking Zin guy. I'll be out here passing around Zin packets to comics before they go bomb or kill their sets. That's what the fuck, dude. Bring me, bring me up on stage or at least like acknowledge, yo, dude, the homie that fucking was back there in the come and go. I went on stage in the shirt. He's like, yo, 
bro fucked me up dude not on some re shit i'm not dosing i'm giving you i'm passing them out dude just everybody zin the fuck up dude and i think he had a good set i really do think he did i'm not sure uh but shout out my dog dude um i know his girlfriend's a host there so i'll probably see you again and be like yo zin guy what up g um but here's what what the fuck the whole podcast should be about uh, or at least the whole episode i could probably do five episodes on this um actually before that i'm gonna i was gonna talk about working shane gillis's shows uh for a weekend at the improv but before that i did have i was the zen guy at the green room and flappers did have a good set there and afterwards johnny was like yo i got invited to this event in la it's a, a production event this film company or production company is promoting this film it's going to be like a, a a preview or a premiere or whatever the fuck you want to go and i was like i'm already in burbank sure why not i got it's a saturday night fuck it let's do something sure johnny and i pull up to this thing in downtown la and we had no especially me because he hit me up out of the blue he was like do you want to do this we had no idea what we we're getting into what we we're going to what to expect i had i was like blank slate fuck it sure first film event not an actor and Johnny and I get there. It's a fucking heavily secured uh, security. There's like armed security there. I'm like, yep, downtown LA makes sense. Thank you. And we're on the fucking guest list. We finesse our way in there. Immediately we walk in. 150 dudes in suits. Nice suits. Three, three to eight thousand dollar suits. Okay. You could tell by the linens. They're fucking spending money over there. Okay. I just start laughing. I'm wearing this come and go shirt from Kev. Shout out my dog Kev. Sent it to me 15 bucks from a gas station in Minnesota. So it is what it is. Immediately I look at Johnny and I'm like, yeah, dude, we don't belong here. I don't know if you know this, but we're not supposed to be here right now. We can get away with what we want to get away with. Sure, but let's just fuck around, have fun, see what happens. Johnny's like, dude, I'm gonna, I'm out here. I'm working. I'm fucking finessing. I'm grinding. I'm, I'm, I'm making deals happen. I'm like, sure, dude. He's talking to people like, yeah, dude, I'm a stand-up comic. I got a fucking sitcom in the works. I'm blowing guys left and right. I'm like, yeah, this fucking idiot. He's just trying to trying to be social and also at the same time gas himself up a bit. And I'm like, this is gay as hell. This is this is hilarious. We These are actor people, dude. We're not pretty actor boys, dude. We're fucking degenerates that go on stage and tell stupid jokes, all right? We don't belong here. And he was not, I mean, <laughs> at the same time, he was like, all right, true, true, but fucking do something, network. I'm like, yeah, all right. Talk to about five commercial agents, directors, writers. You should do this. Well, what do you do that? Oh, I just finished working on this project. And it's like, shut the fuck up, dude. We're all thirsty fucking people here. None of us do jack shit. Okay, I again don't belong here, and it, that worked. Surprisingly enough, that worked. People were like, "Who is this asshole that is not being nice to us for no fucking reason? Why is he here? What do you do?" And I'm like, "Oh fuck, this is cool." Hey, shout out to this fucking guy. Shout out, to the, shout out to the bro, dude. Black conservative Republican. I don't even know, dude. He's the bro. I met him. He was like, "You want to come on my yacht and do comedy shows?" Sure. Sure, Errol Weber. Sure, your chick is bad as fuck. Sure, let's do it. I don't care. He's like, yeah, dude. I've been in like fifty-eight movies. I'm, I'm, I'm running for. Uh, he's like, I'm gonna be a congressman in Orange County. I'm like, yeah, bro. 
OC, I'm from here. We, I'm again, nice suit. He's wearing a fucking, bro. We'll put a picture of Errol Weber in here, bro. I mean, good, good-looking kid for sure. From, I forgot what country he's from, but I guess doesn't matter. Wearing the fucking pin, United States pin, everything. I'm like, bro, why are you, are you a politician? He's like, why do you say this, sir? I'm like, obviously, look at you, man. And this chick's like, oh, <laughs> you got a good eye. I'm like, nah, you got a fucking red tie on in a navy blue suit looking professional as hell. Obviously, you're into some shit. It was great, dude. He ended up telling me how he wants to be a stand-up. He wanted to be a stand-up, wanted to do sets, but he can't do it because of his career. Hey, you told a stand-up that. I'm going to tell it on my podcast. It is what it is, dude. It is what it is. I can still take you to rooms, C rooms, B rooms. You can still shoot 40 minutes, dude. Alt Errol, hit me the fuck up, dude. That was sick. But we're, uh, yeah, going to this production party, paid 40, no, $20 for Hennessy and Coke. It was very worth it. It was very sick. Um, I might put in some uh, some footage because I just pulled out my phone to record some of the shenanigans that were going down in this fucking gigantic warehouse in downtown LA that I did not belong in in the slightest. Dude, there were people there in suits my age and older. There were like 35-year-old guys there that were holding resumes, thirsty as fuck for jobs. And I would go talk to them and do like, oh, like I'm hiring. Like, oh, fuck, what do you, what do you guys do? What, 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 can I hire you for something? Like, I'm going to shoot my special? Oh, you're... You, sound guy you do sound okay so you can mix my sound this guy choreograph i'm like nah dude i don't know anything let me improv the fuck out of this and make this fun as hell for me maybe somebody else can appreciate it i don't know dude but there was one thing and this was last last thing i'll talk about this event because i'll probably go to more of them just for fun dude i was like i walked out of that bitch and i looked at johnny who was like damn i got like 15 connections and uh numbers for so-and-so right or whatever the fuck and i'm like i had a good time i just had fun dude i didn't come here seeking anything i just came here to fucking clown on these people and now i got there's some chick that's been talking to me about being in um this fucking hgtv show like what the fuck dude no never why would i be maybe not never but that's wild, dude. I'm not going to fucking go property hunt, dude. Are you crazy? Yeah, I got appraisal background, dude. You know me, dude. I, come on, I could sell you vacant land in Arizona. Come on, dude. I'll, I just took a, a sip of some fucking... Uh, I don't even know what that is. Not Johnny Walker. Um, Who fucking cares? It doesn't matter. Just some nice whiskey, dude. Just so you know. And... I had a good time at this event. Clown the fuck out of Johnny for trying hard, but it worked out for both of us. Uh, I met a guy that was rolling tits who loved the come and go shirt. Again, shout out to Kev keeping me dripping in Midwest gear. Um, I might just, that's all I might wear, dude, is just fucking shirts from other states, various establishments, dude. A paint shop. Uh, I got Menards already. Again, shout out Kev. So some random skate shop, maybe. If you work at a roller rink in Montana, fucking send me something dude i'll wear it here on stage i'll wear it in in public just to fuck with people dude and then we'll get get to what the fuck was sick actually uh this last week and what matters about this episode of the pod shane gillis obviously one of the, probably my favorite stand-up comic and I've, I've i've talked oddly about shane on this podcast when i first um started doing podcasts and started this podcast rather uh there was 
I talked about Shane's uh, clip getting getting him canceled, basically, where he uh, he almost said the word, dude, and it was fine. He said an, uh, a term used for Asians while he was doing this character, and it fucking ruined his career for a little bit, kind of. I want to. I'll be honest, it did ruin it for a little bit. He, he'll talk about it. I don't need to fucking talk about it. Dude went in depression. He lost his job at SNL. All he could do was stand up in his podcast, and he had a lot. He was doing that already in hopes of getting a bigger gig. Obviously, that's what comics do. Ended up being like something that worked out for the better for him. He's been on Joe Rogan a bunch of times now. He's like blown up. He's his. Uh, he's blown up from his talent. That's what I, I said it last episode. People are going to want to be on shows like his sketch show and be on his podcast because of the uniqueness and the originality of it. That it's gonna be, it's gonna surpass TV shows. It's gonna surpass TV sketch shows, even like everything, panel shows, all that shit, not really existent anymore. But again, unfortunately, it took him getting into some trouble for it to be a success, which is fucking wild. But he is ob- he's now proven himself to be one of the funniest guys there is. Okay, period. Like that's it. In conversation on a podcast with any guy, you could put him there with his fucking Matt. McCusk, shout out the shaman, or you could put him there with fucking KFC from Barstool and he'll murder it. It's just whatever, dude. Or even, I mean, even the awkward ones where he roasts Brendan Schaub on T Fat K to his face over using Zen. It's like he'll, he's funny, dude. It's, it's proven all there. Bro, you see, I, I worked his shows in Brea, man, and I got to see his, his new material and it's, it's, it was amazing. It was hilarious. Everything was great. His confidence on stage is amazing. It's something to like as a as a young new stand up to obviously pay attention to. I do that with every every show that I, I last night I worked fucking Monet Exchange, a drag comic I never even heard of, didn't even see drag before. I paid attention. I learned, learned everything, dude. How she does her crowd work, how she does her transitions, all a lot of it's game material, sure. But like, there's something to be picked up on that I can. I can acknowledge for sure. Like I said, Shane is just fucking. It's un- undeniable, bro. It's, it's it's you hear a auditorium full of people laughing and cackling. There's like no breaks in between his like. It's just killing the whole time. I'll be done sucking his dick now. Okay. Obviously killed, and then him being my favorite stand-up dude. I I, I have a, a few. MSSP shirts I got recently just to support the bros dude and I wore them on stage a couple times they're all on they're sick dude you don't you want to get if, I don't make merch but if I did I have a few hoodies they're not for sale they're designs that I would wear obviously it's something that's sick to me you got you can't make something that's just like Chrysler or I'm hammered taunt or just thick boy it, you you gotta have something that's like Almost street cold. I don't know, dude. What, whatever the fuck I'm saying, but Shane's obviously one of the comics that's there just for pure stand-up, just to be funny. And he, I didn't really, I guess, meet. No, I didn't meet him. I just got to say what up to him, dude. He signed one of my shirts and was a cool dude, bro. Just straight up cool dude. He was like, oh, where'd you get this from? Or who, who got this for you? I was like, oh, actually, I got it for my mother. She's a big fan of your stand-up. Which is true. He was like, "Oh, what he did his fucking his his uh his uh his little gig was like," <laughs> and I was like, "Yeah, he fu-. <laughs> and I was like, "Yeah, dude, she she fucking rules. Yeah, dude, she she appreciates you and she likes she likes your stand up." 
and clips your podcast and he's like oh that's fucking awesome my mom's like yeah or my my uh manager was like yeah she comes to the club all the time she fucking she's the best she was like that's awesome signed it he was a little tipsy dude which fucking ruled i got to see i got to see the big kahuna when the blue knight had his arm on his shoulder he had the blue knight was reaching out to him and was like dude you're good enjoy yourself dude have a few bls dude leave it at that and i i, I came i approached him at that time and um yeah he was like oh dude you're, that, that's awesome i told him i got the gremlins one the other fucking merch shirt he's like oh that's my favorite one salute that was sick that was obviously sick because i did a few sets in that shirt already that was sick um and then yeah that was the, this part he was like bro you, you want a picture or something? <laughs> I was like, uh, no, nah, man, I'm not trying to be gay. It's all good, bro. Because I know, dude, he... Normal dude, dude. Normal dude, working man. You don't want to be taking flicks with a thousand people. And especially I know him. Not really like that. You know, he's not like fucking these the other comics that want to be seen. You know, they, they go out to the lobby and they want to be with their fans, which isn't like a negative thing. You want to interact for sure. But Shane's like, I, I fucking killed on stage. That's all I have to give you guys right now. That's fucking it. And I get that. I fucking get that. Now I'm starting to get that more and more, seeing that fucking this job is a lot more, it entails a lot more than you think. Like he came from a, whatever. He was on the road, all this shit. So it's like, you don't want to go see a thousand people in two hours, maybe, you know, shake a thousand hands, do all that shit, which is very, again, understandable. But he was like, dude, let's flick up. I was like, nah, man, it's all good. I'm, don't want to bug you, not trying to be gay. And then he insisted. He was like, no, man, let's take a picture. And I was like, I can't say no to the bro. I can't, I can't deny that, dude. I can't deny the bro of a photo, dude. Especially, especially if he's like, yes, you got this. You deserve it. That fucking ruled. So I don't know. I just, I don't know if that made any sense or if that was cool story or not, but I, I working his shows was awesome. He hammers BLs the whole show, which is fucking beast because he's like, yeah, this is me, man. This is me. I, I come here, I know my material, and I'm going to have a few fucking wobbly pops while I do it. Yes, that's exactly right. It should be that way. You know, there there are some people that take, you know, stand-up too serious, and I'm, I'm like that sometimes, bro. I'll fucking rehearse my joke word for word. I'll not get, get into, like, a, a flow state. Which sounds retarded, of course, but it's not. You gotta, you gotta pick up on your surroundings, man. Like you'll read, you read one face, you read another face, you can correlate and to make one kind of emotion out of it. It's so much shit can happen, man. Like I literally, I fucking the last open mic I did, I told <laughs> my opening joke was just, I thought of it right before I went on stage. It was like let's see if how this does. There was a little kid there, bro, at this bar, which he should good thing that there was a child there, but I was like, yeah, dude. Young Bull, if you ever want to be like a, a stand-up comic like this, just know you will never be successful at it. None of us will be successful. If you want to be a successful per image or person in, in pop culture, R2-D2. You are more, you have a better chance of becoming the next R2-D2 than you do of becoming the next successful stand-up. And that only got laughs from stand-ups, which is fine. That's fine. You know, I wasn't playing to the back of the room, but it's okay. It is what it is. It's reality, you know? And the kid probably didn't even understand what the fuck I was saying. I probably, his his parents were like, you scarred my child for life, telling him he can be in Star Wars. That's not what we wanted him to be, but maybe he wants to be R2-D2. Now he's going to grow up to be fucking Yoda. Watch. Next fucking Yoda, because I called him out at the open mic at Copper Blues, dude. Anyway, 
Thank you guys for listening to another episode of Early Morning Podcast. I'm a sweaty, degenerate piece of shit in a come-and-go gas station t-shirt. And you guys listen to this, and I hope you listen, and I hope you share it. And if you don't share it, I hope you fucking let me know that you don't like it. Or you do like it. It, it works, dude. You could leave a review on Apple, on Spotify, on iTunes, on whatever the fuck, on YouTube, Anchor. Um, but thank you. Thank you for listening, and I will, I will get better at fucking timing these episodes. I will. Until next episode, peace, you beast.